0: Poitra variarta means fucking double penetration in Latin tongue.
1: There's all kinds of stern and aft jokes here, huh? Come on. Aft.
0: Aft and stern. Aft master. Poop deck.
2: <laughs> Poop deck. The doctor was always horny. He was always... <laughs> and, you know, even as a kid, we were going, how's that guy? I mean, Gopher is better looking than him, right? Right, right. When would the captain ever dick around with
0: one of the bartenders? How is Isaac in the mix in a social mix? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a yeah. big boat and they probably have, I don't know upwards of seven bars on a boat. yeah, yeah. it's over
1: <laughs> thirty five bartenders, yeah,
2: right? <laughs> no. And fucking Isaac's is at the big at the main table. And when he's not doing his job at the bar and keeping his mouth shut, he's in the uh, like the room where, where like all the pipes are, and that's where his cot is. Like, dude, don't socialize <laughs> with the guests or anything. You know, he's down below.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, what's up, Captain? Yeah. But
3: who are you? <laughs>
0: It's
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> the sound of sexuality. Oh, for episode sixty nine. Great,
1: it was grooving it was well and so
0: much. It was well
1: beautiful.
2: <laughs> Welcome to episode sixty nine: love, sex, and romance. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, of course, Aaron Chow. Who else would that be doing sure. that for us? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And do, doing all the all the vocals, including the moaning women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, you know, he's he's a one stop shop man. He's a one man band. You know. Oh yeah,
2: for sure. He
0: could be a catfisher. <laughs> You think that you're, you're making time with a gal. <laughs> Easily. Easily.
2: All right. So here we are, episode 69. And uh, this is a themed episode. Uh, not only is it the number 69, which is very provocative indeed, mm-hmm.
4: provocative
2: uh, but it's going to drop as far as I know on the day after Valentine's Day. And you guys should all still be in the afterglow of your Valentine's merrymaking, so to speak. So Ooh, I, yeah. I think... Uh, <laughs> We should all enjoy this and just sit back and let this episode just like sort of glide over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Lube. <laughs> and of course, I am in the, uh, the torture love den today, your pal Damon. The lads mm. are going to torture me. And uh, let's say hello to the, uh, to the lovely lads. Why don't we? First, we have the foxiest of sexiest of media darlings. Why don't you say hello? Hey, I'm George White and I'm foxy. And 69 is a the, is the number, it's
1: the number that holds us together, that holds the world together that makes us who we are. I'm George White.
2: <laughs> if all the peoples of the world were just 69 with each other, all the problems would be solved.
1: Hey, yeah. you said it, man. <laughs> That's
2: absolutely true. <laughs> As I was saying that, I just did an Isaac two-finger point.
4: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: I did a Bernie Capel take to camera. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you lower your glasses?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> who are you looking at, Doc?
1: I did a gopher, I dropped something, but I'm still kind of cool. Oh, 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 hi,
2: Fred Grandy, Fred Grandy. And he's calling from the North Star. He's my North Star. He's George's North Star. And he is Julie's latest sex partner's North Star. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you say hello?
0: Barringa, there's a rumor that the entire NFL season was scripted, and the same can be said of our podcast. If you want a transcript, contact the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory Library and Archives. Our show is sandwiched between Donahue and fucking Geraldo Rivera.
2: (laughs) 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 Giving away our secrets, man. Come on, wow. It was a longy. (laughs) <laughs> it was well delivered though well delivered uh, i actually got up and, and refreshed my coffee while you were delivering that uh, fresher upper a <laughs> little hotter upper for you top you off <laughs> <laughs>
0: more coffee hun
2: <laughs> all right so speaking of sexy and love and romance you know who is the uh the playa on this show and he's gonna uh lead me right into the kibitz corner and uh, actually, they're friends. They could be lovers, could be brothers. We don't know. It's Clem and, and uh, Goober are here to get a little romantic with us. Let's go, boys. Hi there. Welcome to Cabot's Corner. Hey, boys. Thank you. Not, not, uh, <laughs> not anything really special there at all. Just uh... They didn't theme their uh, their delivery in any way. Nope. Well, you guys didn't see it, but he had a come-hither look in his eyes when he was saying it.
0: <laughs> mm. Goober, goober, traffics in lube, so he's a little slip, slidey. luber <laughs> notorial,
2: <laughs> <Luber-nitorial.
0: laughs> Thank you.
1: Clem brushed his tooth. <laughs>
0: yeah, in your face, dude! Trying to sue our asses.
2: All right, so I am going to get us going with a new game. It's sort of actually, it's it's a new take on an older game. Hmm. And has a theme song. All right, here we go. A uh, theme song. 69. Sweet,
3: sweet sixty nine. They're on the show. <laughs> Uh, what (laughs) yeah
0: sweet
2: 69 sweet 69 the lads of the band are now on the show and and i covered i covered a few things from Aaron. one the song sweet dicky bingo Mm -hmm. and also i covered um his brevity how'd you like that for a short theme song that's great great (laughs) that's
0: excellent the opposite of sweet dicky bingo the song (laughs) exactly yeah
2: yeah yeah, the Sweet 69 theme song is for quickies, um, and the Sweet Dickie Bingo is for long sessions. You know what I mean? That's right. When you have the time. Yes, I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason this is a kind of callback to an earlier game, you guys remember What Does Charlie Know? Sure. Mm,
1: yes, love that game.
2: We're going to do What Does Sweet 69 Know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Love it. laughs> <laughs> Don't know dick all. The lads of Sweet Sixty Nine will be uh, doing some trivia with your pal Damon, and you guys are going to, um, just like the last time, guess if they uh, they got it right or wrong. And because there's four of them, I think the way that we're going to break this down is either all of them got the answer right, some of them got the answer right, or none of them got the answer right. Those are your three options when you're guessing. Okay. And the facts are based on the facts or my
0: recollection. <laughs> because, I mean, sometimes people remember different things. We did a lot of drinking, a lot of drugging. It's all explained in the game. All right, great. Okay. <laughs> and wait, hold on. Don't tell me you, you got a
1: commitment from Sweet Dickie Bingo to actually show up somewhere <laughs> and be in a show. No. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, he said he'd, he'd be there and he ended up like showing up two hours late. So we just <laughs> <Okay>. kicked <laughs> him <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> no, they were actually just all the, the guys who've been guests on the show. Ah, okay. okay. Those four guys got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Love it. And so let's start the game now. You'll hear my voice on there. It's uh, I'll explain things if needed, but I don't think we will. These are smart lads, and I think we got it all figured out.
1: Nice. This is fantastic, Aaron. This is like your this is like your love boner uh, this birthday. Is, this is this,
0: great. is this
2: is your life. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I'm here with Andy Levy, Dalton Grant, Joey Ponchetti. And Josh Pickering. Okay, so those are our uh, contestants. (laughs) Okay. And uh, let's start, let's get going here. All right, so here we go. We're going to start off with some Sweet 69 The Band trivia. Now, what's special about this is it all comes from the mind, the wondrous mind of Aaron Britt. So the question you need to be asking yourself is, how well do you know Aaron, which could also mean how much do you trust his memory? Yikes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> got
2: it, got what it. What was Aaron's favorite song to play with Sweet Sixty Nine? And I have some multiple choice for you. Cover Me by Bruce Springsteen, Crackerman by Stone Temple Pilots, Lip Service, Elvis Costello, Lips Like Sugar, Echo and the Bunnyman, or The Twilight Zone Macho Man Medley. <laughs> okay. Well Aaron obviously knows this one because it's what he told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the answer, well, uh, George, do you want to take a guess, George? Yeah, and I'm supposed to guess if all or some or none of them got this right, right? First guess if you know what Aaron's favorite song of those five songs is. This doesn't mean anything other than it's fun to hear your guess. I would only be guessing, but I'm going to say cover me. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, okay. Aaron, go ahead. Um, I think that they... You told me... Oh, I thought I was asking you to tell the answer.
0: Oh, I, I, I'm actually not remembering it completely. I think that I said Twilight Zone Macho because it was so crazy. You just told me like less than a week ago. <laughs> no, I know. But, I, but now as, you're, as, you repeat, as you repeat it all, it were not looking good for my memory. But as, you're, as, you're, as you said them all, I was like, I could make an argument for all these. I, I don't actually remember which I said. I, I, I may have said that Cover Me was my fave, but I started thinking now, no, I think it's
2: fucking Twilight Macho. You need some ginkgo bolobo. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Aaron's like 0 for 2 on his favorite song.
0: <laughs> How about uh, uh, lips? Was it lips like "Sug? 0 for 3. <laughs> well, there's only two left, so. <laughs> Crackerman. There you go. It started the whole thing. Started the whole shooting I know match that was shit. Rick's
1: favorite. Rick loved that one.
0: It was the song that I decided that when the band was going to be a thing, that was, I believe, the first song that came to my mind that it needed to happen.
2: Okay, so of the Sweet 69 boys, and George, you can go first. Okay. Will they know the answer? Is it all, some, or none? I'm going to say some. Okay. I'm going to say all, and they're all going to get it right. Okay, here's the answers. Oh, they're, they're in uh, alphabetical order, so it's Andy, Dalton, Joey, Josh. Okay? Yep. Okay.
5: My first thought was it's probably uh, an STP song. I will go with Crackerman or Crackerman.
6: Nice. Just playing it on stage with him many times, he truly, truly enjoys, I don't know, either the timbre of it, the rhythm of it, all that. I'm going to go with Crackerman. I'm going to say, because he's such a huge Stone Temple Pilots Scott Weiland fan, and because we've played it almost every show, I'm going with Crackerman. <laughs> I'm going to go with Crackerman, because I, I know that, uh, like I said, we we play that at every single show. Yeah! We
1: oh, that one guy <laughs> would get it wrong. I have redeemed myself. You did. After messing it up, you redeemed yourself and I got know. it
0: right. What a comeback.
2: The other guys in the band oh. know Aaron's favorite song more than Aaron does.
0: <laughs> well, that was, it's fucking hard with me, because I fucking... I mean, you did ask me pointedly, but I I, I didn't know what you were doing. So I was just, I was speaking sort of like extemporaneously, just like,
2: uh, like a Jasmine. (laughs) If you change your answer, you lose that point. So I would, I would stick with the story.
0: Yeah, no, I like, I like it. Okay. One, one for Aaron. Zero. For I me. can't believe you put this together. It's great, Damon.
1: It is awesome. I just, I'm just wondering how I win a contest that's about the guy I'm guessing against. <laughs> <laughs> how do I? I don't.
2: <laughs> that's love, George. You know what I mean. Fear not, George. This will uh, play out. We're going to take a detour from the star okay. of the show, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Even though I'm in this, it's my episode in the torture chamber. Somehow it turned into an Aaron episode.
1: Well, sixty-nine. I love it. I love hearing the guys' voices. That's what I love. <laughs>
2: sixty-nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question. What year was the first time that Sweet 69 stepped on a stage and became a band? Name the year. Oof. Just multiple choice or not? Not multiple. They have to guess the year. Because I thought oh. that, like, anyone can guess that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. All right. Aaron, you go first this time.
0: Yeah. I think that some of them will know. I don't think that they're all going to pull the year uh, together. I don't think they'll do that. Okay, George. All
1: right. I just just to be fun, I'm going to say none of them know it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's possible, dude. It's been a long time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, t-
5: uh, 2005.
6: Yeah, <laughs> sweet gooey rock baby was born in 2011.
2: 2003, 2005. All right, Aaron
6: gets it. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> What's the right answer? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yeah, it it is two thousand five.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. Was that Dalton? It was six years off. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's got kid brain. You can't. You can't. You gotta cut him some slack. He's the only
2: one in that group with a with a kid. So yeah. he's got yeah. no sleep. If I'd had, had more time, like I might have been able to put together like a lot of the gags we were. Sharing while we were doing this because it was really fun talking to those guys. Yeah. With George leaving early, we had to do this episode. So I just kind of did the basics. But um, the thing Dalton and I were joking about after I told him he was six years off (laughs) was I go, You're just like me and all the other old men. You don't want to believe that much time has gone by. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, let's do the next question. What do you say? Okay. I'm down two already (laughs) in the hole. Here we go what is the number of band members that have stepped on the stage for a live sweet 69 show? And that includes one-off guests who just did one song or just did one or two shows or guest singers. So number of band members that have stepped on the stage to perform the sweet 69. And I'll give you some multiple choice. Okay. Was it 20 band members, 24 band members or 28 band members? Okay. So Aaron, you gave me that number. Uh huh. Do you remember that? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think so. I think it's the first one, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I should have done this trivia with you. <laughs> no, it's tw- you told me it's twenty four. You you actually counted them out. Yeah, no, yeah. There's
0: there was a few lists that I made in order to come up with my thoughts for that because I at some point I wanted to name them all. Okay, I think that some of them. Fuck! I don't know. I mean, they're why would they know that? I mean, they're going to have to guess one of them. I'll say some. Okay. Some of them will know.
1: All right. I, I believe it'll be some too, but I've got a. if I sure. say some,
2: then no one gets a point. <laughs> you can both get a point. It's not like Oh, we one can. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'll say some as well. Okay. This is a complete guess. I will go
5: with, uh, I'll go 24.
6: Yeah! I'm going to say, because I think you're trying to pull the musical wool over my eyes, that it's 20 and it's not higher than that. 20. <laughs> I will say uh, 24.
4: <laughs> okay, so
2: you both get a point, nice, oh,
1: okay, good, all right. I'm on the- garf's on the board
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George is the garfunkel to Aaron Simon <laughs> <laughs> There's so
0: many people in the fucking band, dude but I mean it was it's just the nature of the thing, like I said before, there had to at least be seven, so over time, when you do it for so many years, not everybody can make the show and
2: lots of guitar players, so it adds up. One of our other jokes was uh, 28 was the number of guitarists on stage at any given time. Oh, yes, exactly. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. A lot of rhythm guys. A lot of rhythm guys (laughs) nugging it out. (laughs) All right, next one. According to Aaron, what was his favorite venue to play with Sweet 69? And this is not multiple choice. You have to guess.
1: Okay. Go, George. I'll go. Molly Malone's.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that they're all going to know that and they're all going to say
2: that. I think so too. You yes. both say all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. here we go.
5: I will say Molly Malone's.
6: I'm going to say it's Dragonfly or Molly Malone's. Molly's, I got. it's got to be Molly's. Uh, Molly
7: Blue. Molly Malone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dalton putting us in a show in a sweet 69 never played the Dragonfly. Uh, <laughs> The Dalton Grand Experience and Dragline play the Dragonfly constantly and almost exclusively, but yeah. uh, not Sweet Sixty Nine. So I know why he said it. He just I not, think
1: not I pretty. even know that.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in, to throw you guys off to m- make it sound like he was going to say Dragonfly.
0: <laughs> it's semantics yes. though, because it's all the same
2: people. <laughs> <laughs> pretty well, yeah. All right, uh, next question. Now here's a multiple choice. Who came up with the name Sweet Sixty Nine? Was it Aaron Britt, Josh Pickering, or Bingo? <laughs>
0: uh, they will for sure know that it was me. I agree. <laughs> okay. I think all of them will know it. All right. Here we go.
5: I mean, the obvious answer is uh, Aaron David Britt, which is, I guess, what I've always thought it was, but now I feel like it's too obvious, but I'm going to go with it anyway, Aaron David Britt.
6: I'm going to go with uh, JP. I'm going to go with Josh Pickering. Josh, you <laughs> I think that was straight up Aaron Britt, having Bingo's name in the mix. I love Bingo, so I'm just going to say it was Bingo.
0: (laughs) Josh is doing it to be a pain in the balls. We met Josh. Interesting story is that, well, to me, uh, we met Josh at the first Sweet 69 show because we were about to go on the road with them to Texas, and so I met him as I was walking off stage. Uh, at the first Sweet 69 show. So there's no way he could have named it because I didn't know the man. Yeah, I think
2: he he said before that, you know, I edited it out, but he said, well, I know it wasn't me, (laughs) um, but the other guys had no idea. Well, I guess two of them did, but... Dalton had no idea that Josh wasn't
4: in the mix. <laughs>
2: I, I, I'm adjusting
1: to this. Dude, Dalton's a real fucking wild card.
4: <laughs>
1: I mean, you know what the hell he's going to say. Yeah, no, It could be anything. I thought everyone knew that. I mean, I, <laughs> it's almost the first A-type Aaron Britt joke. Everything about it is you. I mean, that's what right, you right. would say. That's what you were if I was writing your character, I'd have you say Sweet 65.
0: <laughs> the thing about it though is that like it became such a part of, and it still is, such a massive part of all of our joke systems, that like it was only funny because we were always doing it anyways. And so like I understand it. So we both don't get a point there. Right? Lost, is that what yeah, happens? Yeah.
2: Zero lost. points for the lads. Okay. All right, next question. Now let's get into some ear and loathing trivia. Yeah. The show <laughs> ear and loathing. I figure <laughs> Based on the number of episodes, there's been approximately between 130 and 140 torture songs, okay? Um, just based on the fact that the number of episodes times two, sometimes we did more tortures, sometimes we did none. So the exact number doesn't matter but because we're, we're going for percentages here, okay? Based on that, that number, 130 to 140 torture songs... How many of those songs actually had a female, either woman or little girl, as the lead singer? And I'll give you some multiple choice, okay? Between 10 and 20, so around 10% female singers. Between 30 and 40, so around 25% female lead singers. Or between 60 and 70, so around 50% female lead singers. Okay, do you guys know that? I think that I
0: have a guess that it's the second one. I feel like there's a lot of ladies... Thirty to forty, tortures. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I so around
1: twenty-five percent. And yeah. as I'm thinking through it, like I'm already thinking of a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Of 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 women singers we've had. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are both right. If you just go for the ones that Raw Dog slept with, it that's thirty to forty percent, isn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, where is that? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, run the the ladies' names for you guys. Okay? Sure. Just because yeah. it's it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Merchant, Grace Slick, and Wilson. Uh, is it Linda Perry from Non Blondes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samantha Fox, Paula Cole, Yoko Ono, Paula Abdul, Charlene, Tiffany, the girl from Aqua, Barbie song, you know, Madonna, yeah. uh, Richie Blackmore's wife, I forget her name, but that song. Candice. Candice Knight. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, Loretta Lynn, the girl from Lambert, Hendricks and Ross. <laughs> Probably Ross. Oh yeah, right. Tony Tennille, The Girl Who Did Uhura in The Firm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cher, Dolly Parton, Maureen McGovern twice, Lady Gaga, Mary McGregor, uh, Reba McIntyre, The Girls from the Hollywood Kids Earth Day chorus, Rebecca Black, Nichelle Nichols, The Girl from Rednecks, Any of the female participants in the Lil Dicky song, uh, The Little Girl from Power Source. The Shags, Pink, the female quote actresses from the Think song, things get a little easier, and Linda <laughs> Bennett who did the Christmas song. So there you go. Those are all the ladies so far.
0: What's wrong with that neighborhood, <laughs> 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 Mom? Spread <laughs>
1: out pretty evenly among us. If my if I went through it like we yeah, yeah. each have done, maybe a third of those or. I recognized mine, and then I thought, and I took it out. You know, what wasn't mine?
0: I'm like, it's about yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, a lot of single name chicks. Yeah. with, with pro- professionally single names. That's right. Madonna,
1: Cher, Tiffany, right? yeah. Charlene,
2: Aurora. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah. So is it uh, George guesses what the boys guess?
2: Yeah. Which will they know? It's either ten percent, twenty five percent, or fifty percent. Just from them guessing, I'm going to say some of them will
1: know it, but I don't, I don't think they'll, they're all going to be guessing. Okay. Joe, you'll have the right, close to the right one, because he listens to every show. So okay. I'm going to say that some of
0: them. I think that is, it's the move is to guess. Didn't Charlie tell us that you guessed the one in the middle, in middle? <laughs> yeah. It's just from, the human uh,
2: nature. What was the name of his program? Like
0: it's Cahoots. Cahoots, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he said, well, what I learned from Cahoots is it's always the one in the middle. And so I'm going to believe that Charlie knows that that's true and they're going to guess what we guessed.
2: That's funny you say that because Andy asked me if he could use his uh, Cahoots workbook when we were doing the (laughs) No tracing. (laughs) Okay, so you're saying the Cahoots trick, which is what, number two, which is 25%? Yeah. Yeah. And then George, so no, but how many of them got it? Some, sorry. You're, some both, you're both saying some. No, no, some. I'm going to say
0: all of them did. I'm going to say all of them get it, and they all do that.
2: Okay, and then George is okay. saying some.
1: Dalton's too crazy. He's not going to do it. <laughs> live wire. He's going to say it's so many, like
0: 50. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Here we go.
1: I
6: think
5: it's uh, between 60 and 70.
6: Uh, actually, I'm going to go low. 10 to 20. I'm going to take the under on that, going low. 10, 10%. I'm gonna say ten percent.
2: Zero. Damn. That was a none. <laughs> so none of God them got it. it. So we both
1: <laughs> lose. Yeah. Wow. And, and by the way, what do you think? We're misogynists? What? Are
0: <laughs> yeah, like we don't recognize uh, women as performers. Yeah, we beat the shit out of ladies as much as we do the fellas. <laughs> and also, some of the some of the most lauded people have also been gals, though, too. So
2: right. Yeah. yeah true. What's the uh, the rule in the NFL where you have to interview the minorities, George? Oh, the uh, Rooney rule. <laughs> rule yeah, we, we have a Rooney rule here on, on Ear and Lover sure. about chicks. It's the Pooney rule. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, nice. Oh, hey, wow. hey, 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 and ties it into the sex theme as well. Nice.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: So, George, no, nobody did, right? Nobody <laughs> no, did. No,
1: no. I said some. You
2: said all. <laughs> yeah. Zero points. We stand at four to two. Aaron leads. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another multiple choice. What was not a nickname for George on the show? All right. <laughs> Little Lord Fauntleroy, the Foxiest Media Darling, the Burbank Badass, or <laughs> Jorge Blanco I
0: Now I. Now, I don't know that we ever said Jorge Blanco I on the show. Isn't it, it was always pre-show? Yeah, we have. No,
2: we have a couple. Okay, t- at least okay. once, maybe twice. Okay. So it's the Burbank Badass is the
0: one that has not yeah. been said.
2: Which I predict it's now going to become a name, by the way, but up till <laughs> now it hasn't been. And it's true. <laughs> <laughs> TBB. I'm going hunk strutting with the Burbank badass tonight. Yeah. Oh, you should. <laughs> TBB. squared.
0: <laughs> Go, George. How many of you are going to know?
1: Uh, I think that uh,
0: from guessing, I don't. I think none of them are going to know this. <laughs> I think that one of them will guess it. I don't know. I guess that answer is some then. Some, I yeah. keep answering. Right. Yeah, some. Okay. Yeah, some.
2: Okay, here we go. Answers.
6: I'm going to say the Burbank Badass. Yeah! Burbank nice. I don't think, I don't remember that.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah.
6: I've never heard Jorge Blanco. Yeah! <laughs> so that's Woo! my answer. Thank I've God. never heard that one. <laughs> uh, the Burbank Badass.
0: Nice! <laughs> See, not only was I right about that some of them would get it, but also that someone was going to call that out, too. I'm You're
7: double right.
2: Right. All right. You still only get one point, though. I only get one point. Yeah. That's the point of me making up a name. Is like that's true, you know. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, bank badass. All right, next question. Give me just like a little one or two sentence description of these characters. Okay, let's start with Brenda. Who is Brenda on Ear Loathing? Okay, will they get who Brenda? That's is? a
0: deep cut. We didn't reference her much. Like, yeah, that's tough. Because she hasn't appeared at all since end of year, a year ago. Frankly, I'm not sure. Who is Brenda? <laughs> <laughs> Brenda's from the fuck kit.
1: She oh, she is. Kit. Okay, right. Thanks yeah.
2: for fucking getting my man a fuck kit. <laughs> yeah, get your sorry ass friend off my couch. My kids found the fuck kit.
0: You know, that- Stop calling my house late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I. Uh, nobody will know that. I'm going to say one counts as some, right? Yes. That's right. I think Joey's going to know it. Okay, here we go. Okay.
5: Brenda is a woman who works in an office and has very woman who works in an office-y music taste.
6: Uh, I cannot tell you that. Oh, man. I don't remember Brenda. (sighs) Brenda, uh, uh, I know Catherine from accounting, but Brenda doesn't ring a bell. Is that Brenda from accounting?
2: (laughs) All right. So they all thought it was Kath. No one. They all confused it with Kath. Yeah, that's a deep cut. So Aaron gets. You said none, right, Aaron? I said none. Joey let me down. I'm getting my ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Next question. All right. uh, John Pickles. Who is John Pickles? All right. Are they going (laughs) to know who John Pickles is? You go first, Aaron. They will all know who John... Well, fuck.
0: I don't know. Dalton is a wild card. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think what they're I'm, all going to yeah. know. John Pickles stands out. I'm going to say that they all get it uh, because of the voice and, but, and that George and I both do it and that he's, he's so meek and lovable. I think everyone will remember
2: Johnny. Okay. I'm going to say some. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Answers. John Pickles is a
5: British... I guess he was a, a music
6: producer. Johnny Pickles is either the A&R guy or the actual producer of some of the worst uh, British pop <laughs> torture songs of all time. I love his voice. I just want to give John Pickles a hug. I know who he is, <laughs> but I can't remember the song he did. It's um, kind of one of those, those medley songs where it's just the same beat going through it. I'm drawing a total blank here.
4: Oh,
1: no!
0: George gets Fuck! the point. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I Johnny. thought I was sunk. I thought I was. Josh yeah, yeah. bailed me out. I thought oh, I was, that was sunk. That was dramatic. That was dramatic. You're, you're like uh, Ken Burns.
1: Yeah, Prass Dalton. I thought, oh, fuck. He got it. I'm like, oh.
0: Damon, <laughs> you're like Ken Burns. Like I imagine, you know, how Ken Burns will do the, just a still photo and it just moves in on it. So it looks like. <laughs> so it's on each one of them thinking about who John Pickles yeah, is. And right. they're kind of moving gently to the left.
2: <laughs> when I edit the episode, I'm, I'm going to put in some melancholy banjo music. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh,
1: awesome and it's gonna be done by gubernatorial
2: <laughs> that's right that's right for a fee i know i'm gonna have to go through uh frank fontaine for that that's right dude it's too upbeat goop come on sad
3: <laughs> like you're crying
2: <laughs> it's brother against brother <laughs> What well, sadder right, than go. that <laughs> okay uh next question here we go ready who is Gail Kelly? All right. That's the question. Are they going to know who Gail Kelly is? Well, she just, was, she just was on the show. Aaron's right about that. Like within a month, she was just on the show. Yeah. I'm still going to say some. It's much easier for them to keep
0: Catherine accounting in their head because it's just it's referenced so much. But I think that they mushed them all together. I'm going to say some. Okay. You're both saying some. Most things. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Lancers. Oh, uh,
5: I cannot remember now. I'm blanking.
6: Is she the wife of somebody? Uh, hit the buzzer on this guy. <laughs> nope. Drawing a blank. Yeah. I'm zero for three. And I'm sorry.
2: That was a nun. Yeah. It was a nun. Jesus. <laughs> Some gave none.
1: <laughs> I thought Joey would get that,
0: you know? Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. confusing again because like there's, it's, was how many of the women like characters and they're like, particularly because you freak them out with that Brenda question because she never shows up. And so now they're all second guessing yeah. themselves. Can I imagine
2: like, <laughs> I fucking love Brenda. I think that's one of our greatest characters. She's very funny. I love the idea that she's angry. I'm not saying everyone else has to love her as much as I do, but I just, uh, she cracks me up. Just the idea. She's of the Brenda's only angry awesome. character. Yeah. <laughs> that's angry with us. Everybody else likes us. And she's righteously angry. She has, she should be mad at that guy. We shouldn't be talking to people about fuck kids. It's yeah, not cool. Yeah. Leave them out for the kids to find them, you know? Yeah, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gum at all. <laughs> Here we go. The next question. What do you say? Mm-hmm. All right. So next question. Match the Gitmo with their beloved gag. And I'm going to put these in alphabetical order. This is three things that <laughs> one of us said that the other guys really enjoyed and sort of come up often. Okay? From which Gitmo did these originate? Number one, Nerd Fugue State. Number two, Tarzan. And number three, Terry Cashman Superstar.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So they have to correlate that with every one, each guy.
0: All three. Three. They got to go three for three on this. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So if they get one right, that counts as some, or they have
2: to get all three right. They to have to get all three right. They have to match yeah. all three gitmos. Every with guy. The, with the gag.
0: Yeah I will think some of them will get that right. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to <Okay>. say none. <laughs> <laughs> none.
7: <laughs> I okay. say
0: some. I think one of them is going to get is going to pull a three for three. Okay. okay, here we go. Answers.
5: I don't know why I think the Terry Cashman thing is Aaron. It's probably dead wrong, but for some reason, that one is stuck in my head. I'm going to say uh, Nerd Fugue State is you and Tarzan is George. Nerd Fugue State is you, George is Tarzan, and Terry Cashman is Aaron. Hey,
6: what was the first one? <laughs> Nerd Fugue State. Uh, that's Aaron Britt. Tarzan is George. Last one yeah! is Damon. <laughs> Nerd Fugue State. That sounds like a Damon thing. I was say Tarzan is Aaron, and Terry Cashman's superstar is George.
2: <laughs> okay so Aaron gets the point it was only Joey but that, that counts as some only Joey got it right right yeah yes that's yeah. true okay. ah. yeah. all right the, and what was funny is I realized afterwards I didn't deliberately set this up to be a trick question but I think I enjoyed a nerd fugue state more than Aaron and Aaron enjoyed Terry Cashman more than I did so it's yeah no that's it's, it's it true. sounds like those should be our gags but they're not right
0: <laughs> right that, yeah that's exactly yeah, true exactly. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I still laugh every, almost every day about <laughs> Terry Cashman, superstar. Uh, here we go with the next question. All right. As of this date in January 2024, what is the worst torture song of the first 66 episodes as voted by the Gitmo Bros? And I'm going to give you multiple choice. She Loves My Cock by Jackal. <laughs> this Too Shall Pass by Mike Love. I Am Your Robot Or Robit by Elton John, or What's Going On, or What's Up, I guess, uh, by Four Non Blondes. All
1: right. Well, all of them know it. None or some.
0: It just happened. Uh, Yeah, really. But details escape listeners. They just do. I'm going with some on this. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say some.
2: Okay. Okay. Two sums. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah.
1: If I'm remembering correctly,
5: I think it's the Mike Love song.
6: Most recent, I believe, is Mike Luck. Nice. I thought mm-hmm. we didn't start the fire it would be on there. Um, I'm going. What's up, Ford on Buns? She loves my cock. If I remember correctly, but I could be wrong about that.
2: All right. <laughs> some. So some. Point for both of you.
1: Yeah. Garfs on the board again. <laughs>
0: Don't
2: get in there with a fact.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> with authority, he knew.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop clock right twice a day (laughs) when Mike love is in the mix dude yeah come on there's only one choice so let's see next question what do you say more multiple choice which of these artists had both a torture and a sore bay and there's only one right answer in this list okay Elton John Elvis Presley kiss or sticks all right do you guys know that it's kiss yeah yeah right it is Kiss. Yeah. yeah Bonus trivia question. What's the only other artist that has a torture and a sorbet, which I did not put on this list to not confuse them. But um, do you guys know the other one? Sting? I guess you could consider that because it's... Well, it's, it's not the police. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, yeah, it's iffy.
2: I don't know. I'd have to take me longer to think about it. Heart, heart. Yeah, Aaron's got it. Ow. What was the heart sorbet? Did I do it?
0: Um, that was yours. Yeah, it was yours. It was... Uh, with the one with the horns. Yeah.
1: Even it up. Even it up, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Forgot that. Uh,
0: I don't think that they're going to, I think that this will escape them. Joey might get the kiss thing, and he's the only person who's going to get it. Uh, So, but I'm going to say partial.
2: So, some. Yeah, some.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with none. (laughs) Okay. I don't think that those other three guys could imagine that kiss will have played positively, despite George's love for them. I think that they just get too much shit.
2: I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So some and none is the yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go.
6: I think Elton John. Is it Elvis on a Christmas episode? I'll say Elton John. Damn. It's. I think it's Elton John.
2: Ah! George gets the point. Yeah. Nice, George. <laughs> yeah, That's... there was a lot of confusion afterwards, like, you guys did a kiss or <laughs> Do you love me? I know. Cause I did it. Yeah. 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 They wouldn't.
0: That's the thing. They would not have recalled that. It just got away from Surprised <laughs>
1: Joey didn't. Joey yeah. sucks. Me as he would know that. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only one of them who would have yeah. pulled it out. Cause he would have been proud.
2: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Next question. Okay. Now we're going to get into some just general trivia about 69. The number, which one of these is not a real song. If six was nine by Jimi Hendrix, got no time for 69 by Ice-T, 69 by Deep Purple, summer of 69, Brian Adams, I got the six, give me your nine by ZZ Top. Okay. (laughs) First of all, do you guys know the answer to that? I'd just be guessing and I'd say ZZ Top. (laughs) Did you say rainbow or Deep Purple? Deep Purple. Yeah. Is that the one that's not real? No, I made up Got No Time for 69 by Ice-T. <laughs> Got No
0: Time for 69? Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if that was in the uh, in the mix as a real
2: thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you should write that now. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> what do you guys think uh, the the boys will say, though? I say none. I say none. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: say some. Okay. Here we go.
5: I think it's either Ice-T or ZZ Top uh, or ZZ Top, as my Canadian <laughs> friends say. I'm going to go with ZZ Top.
6: I've got a six. Give me a nine. ZZ Top. Damn it. ZZ Top. Damn it. Uh, The Ice-T song.
7: Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah!
2: And pulls it out at the last one.
7: <laughs> I, like Josh. Josh.
2: I think Josh has saved both of you guys. He has um,
0: JJ picks. <laughs> <laughs> Oof-a. And those you shared the authority, they fucking laid it down. They're like, Domino, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit.
2: And by the way, wow. I love the ZZ top song. I got the six. Give me I nine. I got the six. Give me your nine. It's Ooh, do, really do. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. According to a completely unsourced, non-scientific, clickbaity poll that I found online, what one state in the U.S. has the most searches for the sex position 69? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give them a multiple choice. Here it comes. Okay, and I'm going to give you some states to choose from in alphabetical order. California, Connecticut, Florida, New Mexico, Pennsylvania. All right, what do you guys think it is? They're all going to guess Florida. They're all going to guess
1: Florida. That's what I would guess. But then I would be yeah. Dalton and go, because you want me to guess that? I'm going to say New Mexico. <laughs> I'm
0: going to say Connecticut. Those guys are freaks up there.
2: <laughs> I think they're all going to guess Florida. What, you, what would you guess if it was your guess? Florida. Okay. <laughs> George, what would you guess?
1: I would I would guess I would guess New Mexico because I, I think you want me to think Florida.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I can tell you guys the answer. And we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. It's Pennsylvania. Uh, what? Yeah. Fucking Steel Town weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: the facts don't matter.
2: They don't. They, they <laughs> do not. It's just
0: what, what they say. Not in yes, this day exactly. and age. Yeah. It's what it's they're right, going to yeah. say. Uh, yes. I think some. I think
2: some will get it. George says some, and Aaron says I say all. none. Is that right? Well, I, say that the, I, I said that they're all going to say Florida, yeah, so right. I guess that means none, right? That means that yeah, none. That's the yeah,
0: wrong yeah, answer? Yeah. Okay. None, then none. Okay. Here we go. I don't know why I'm going to go
6: with Pennsylvania. (laughs) It would be the funniest and it just would make perfect sense. I would say Florida. Nice. Let's go California. I'll just say California.
2: All right. So George gets the point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Pennsylvania. Andy, He fucking picked Pennsylvania out of all that shit. That's insane. (laughs) He saw the same list. (laughs) He's a politico. It's a, it's a, it's a battleground state. (laughs) He was leaping through it. That's just one of the things he did in his
2: pre-show workup. (laughs) All right. Ready for the next one. Which one of these classic albums is not from the year 1969? Abbey Road by The Beatles, Led Zeppelin II by Led Zeppelin, Exile on Main Street by The Rolling Stones, The Soft Parade by The Doors, or Crosby, Stills & Nash, which was the self-titled first album? Okay. Exile. Aaron says Exile. What do you say, George? Uh, Sorry, I kind of missed some of that. I'm sorry. I had an accident over here. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm
1: okay I, I, I have my adult diaper on it's fine
0: <laughs> he spilled maple syrup
2: on the keys I, I did
1: <laughs>
0: oh!
2: <laughs> just having some waffles Isn't a full on country breakfast <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not having a country
2: breakfast where are my hush puppies <laughs> top you off hon <laughs> I'm gonna send in Jeb with a fiddle <laughs> Um. Uh, okay George the, the category was yeah uh, which of these albums is not 1969? And we said Beatles oh. Abbey Road. We said um, Led Zeppelin 2, Beatles Abbey Road. Exile on Main Street by the Stones. Soft Parade by the Doors. Or the first Crosby, Sills, and Nash album. Right. Which right. one is not 1969? I think some of them will know this. Do you know the answer, George?
1: Oh, um, no, I don't. <laughs> I can make. a I can make a guess.
2: That's kind of how it works. Thank
1: you. I know, yes. but that, you'd have to go over them again.
2: I, <laughs> Jesus,
1: I, yeah, sorry.
2: Uh, let's see: Beatles, <laughs> Stones, uh, Led it's Zeppelin, like Damon doing the math on Doors. <laughs> so
0: who goes first?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's, it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash. All right, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's the Doors. Okay, Aaron was right. It's the Stones. Thank you. Okay, that okay. that paid off, didn't it? Okay, it did. What a what a <laughs> Long lot, it did for dog. me yeah. <laughs> i didn't know you were going to be like going through the mcdonald's drive through and and demanding breakfast. I
1: spilled water and pulled the microphone out, so Jesus. as I sat up, I
2: jerked the microphone came out, the
1: recording stopped it, just, it, was, it, was, it' was bedlam over here for a few seconds
0: it's just like it isn't when
1: you're doing a sixty nine exactly man. Fucking, just went, you know a lot of stuff happening, baby. Sure my nose isn't an asshole
2: <laughs> <laughs> my word. All right. So, do you guys think none, some, or all of the boys are going to get uh, Rolling Stones? One of them will get it. So, partial. Some. Aaron says I some. I say some. Both say some. Here we go. Uh,
5: I'm going to say Crosby, Stills, Nash.
6: Damn it! I want to say Led Zeppelin to Led Zeppelin. I feel like that was seventy one ish. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I think it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash.
2: Damn it! <laughs> no points for the boys. So nobody got it. <laughs> nobody got it. All right. What's the score? Yeah, George can't win. It's like 10 to 4 or something. Okay. It's it's 9 to 6, actually. Okay, there you
0: go. Yeah!
2: Wow, we should leave it like this.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah! 6 to 9. So now we can both
2: not get it. George yeah. got the 6. Aaron gives the Give 9. Give me your 9! All right. Um, all right, so I don't know why... I every time have to come up with this fucking convoluted question, but I'm throwing it (laughs) out there anyway just to, you know, just for fun. I thought it was a good question, but then it confused the hell out of everybody. But let the record show that eventually we all were on the same page and understanding the question and the answers will make sense. I apologize for the long walk up. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It was a great premise. I just didn't execute it. Here we go. These are all lyrics from the song We Didn't Start the Fire. Which one of these lyrics isn't associated with. Something to do with 69. Moonshot, which is the moon landing, did that happen in the year 1969? Peyton Place, uh, did that series, that TV series, did it end in 1969? Woodstock, the music festival, was that held in the year 1969? Trouble in the Suez, did that incident happen (laughs) in the year 1969? Or Watergate, were 69 people indicted?
0: Okay. <laughs> it's, you're not saying did Watergate take place in 69. You're saying were 69 people dying, indicted and yeah. in, exactly in, right. In Watergate. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: I think the answer is Suez, yeah?
2: Yeah, the that's what is I was going to guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. I was going to guess. <laughs> so do the blads know it's Suez? That was the question.
0: Some will know. When the steam stops coming out of their ears <laughs> trying to <laughs> <laughs> figure out what you're saying and what you're asking. <laughs> they will they will uh even it up. I think that uh, one of them is going to pick the same way I did. So sum. Okay,
2: two sums coming your way. Here we go. Yeah.
5: I'm going to say Suez because I know that was in the 50s.
6: Oh! Uh, uh trouble in the Suez. Trouble in the Suez. Fuck. By shot do we mean moon landing? Moon landing. Yeah, that's the
1: one. Oh. so right. sum. <laughs> oh, so, so we could both get a point. <laughs> we were right. We were both. Yeah, we both, both got a point. Josh, but yeah. uh, Josh saved us, I guess. Yeah.
2: There you go. <laughs> So the, the final score was ten to seven. Aaron wow. wins. Not a bad showing. Okay.
1: Not I'm not I didn't get blown out. You know That's the
0: position of 69 with a peace sign after it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. What
1: a job, Damon. That was awesome, Damon. What a it was great hearing you those guys. I, I I thought for a second, oh my god, they're all there. What? <laughs> it is
0: not easy getting those dudes no, together it's not <laughs> so. aaron speaks from personal experience <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. wow it's so sweet of them to have done that I, it's so great yes. uh, and damon you're, the work you put
2: into that was so sweet is is lovely and makes me very happy and it was so fun to hear their voices thanks to the lads for for participating thanks, guys uh you're the best. andy dalton joey and josh awesome fun time i wish i could play maybe one of these days if if I feel like it, I'll edit a, like a long version of, of us goofing around with those questions. Cause it was really fun. Save that for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 12
0: right. inch cut. Woo.
2: <laughs> but yeah, because this is episode 69 and we just heard from the lads from sweet 69, Aaron, do you want to talk about the band just a little bit?
0: Um, I mean, that was so fun. And like, I will say this, I will put it into just a sentence or so. It was like, the whole thing was about brotherhood and, uh, it pulled me out of a time that was particularly rough, uh, as, Bad as it's ever been in my life, and it was an incredible port and in, and a storm, and uh, I just needed my bros around me, and everybody fucking just lumped in and got involved, and even before like Damon and George were appearing in the act, and in the act they were coming to see it just to be have a party, and like people responded to it, the partiness of the act, and as I was mentioning to Damon before, like and to and regarding mister Kickass, is that when music does that job, which is like bring people together, bring bros together, there's just nothing better. There's just nothing better. When it doesn't have to be anything else, it's just the hang. You know, it's just the hang. And it's just such a fucking joy. Literally saved my fucking life, man. And it's just a dumb cover band. Because the brotherhood keeps it together, and the brotherhood makes everything shiny, and it rounds all the edges in your life. And I'm so grateful for it. And that's why, I mean... It still holds such a a rosy place in my brain, and I'm just i so lucky and so thankful for it. And so that's what it is to me. It was a lifesaver, and it's so great when music can do that rather than just stepping on your nuts,
2: which it can also do. (laughs) Cool. And so finally, I guess, when you guys woke up this morning and you know, well, we got to record an episode today, you know, I'm really wondering, I kind of dreamed about this, actually. How well do the guys from Sweet 69 really know the show, Ear and Loathing? Did did you guys kind of like, you know, when you thought that, did you ever think you would possibly come to some sort of conclusion about that?
0: No. 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 Well, I mean, not really, but like a guy can dream and a guy can search for (laughs) answers. I was impressed how much they knew, really. I thought they'd know less and I was impressed. (laughs) Turns out we know less.
2: (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, take it away, Mike. Beautiful, I have my answer. I have my answer. Michael
0: Caine, also in Sweet
2: Sixty Nine. <laughs> all right, well, there you go. That was a nice, That's fun, awesome. long one. I was trying to Fantastic. avoid the torture chamber.
1: Yes. Yeah, you know what you're
2: trying to do.
4: It's a great
1: it's a nice gesture. Now get the fuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh all
2: right. I didn't have to change this theme song because some people are kind of into this, if you know what I mean. Now! <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you, okay? I don't really
7: give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm gonna torture you anyway. Suffering. Angry. Pain.
3: Torture.
2: Okay, here I am down in the torture chamber. And uh, let's see, what happened on the last episode? But I'm you still getting, had to do the math. <laughs> still got to do the math. I, I, I'm uh, pulling out my government calculator as we speak. While you're fucking covered in
0: blood and lube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but with a smile on my face. Still got
0: to do math down there.
2: Yep, still got to do math. And uh, let's see, last episode it was um, Aaron in the Dodger Chamber. Mm -hmm. You went first. And I went first with, and that means George went second. Does that make sense? Ryman Simon. Yeah, you went first
0: with Ryman Simon.
2: Yep. And so that means, I believe, if I'm checking it properly, it is George's turn to go first.
0: And
2: this time, I didn't bring my
0: cutoffs. (laughs) Oh, Oh, holy fuck that song, dude.
2: Jesus Christ. I wanted to inspect if your legs were shaved or not. Damn it! <laughs> hey, baby, this is freshly shorn. <laughs> hey baby,
0: what are you talking about? It's freshly shorn.
2: <laughs> All right, George, what do you got for your pal? Let's Damon? kick off the love here. Now, right. you, you
1: may not know this song, but you will know the uh, the artist right away. He is a he has appeared in in, in the torture song already. Um, one of the notorious, most notoriously bad songs of the entire run of the show, and just play it, and then I'll give you a little background on, uh, on what this is. But it has love in the title. All right. Oh, and let me say one other thing. I I did do I did send a music video because there is um some exposition between the um between the words also <laughs> that uh, I, I found quite funny.
2: <laughs> okay. Here we go.
7: I need love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is LL Cool J's
0: "I Need Love." <laughs> Ladies love Cool James.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this is—I uh, wish his name was Jasper. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Jehoshaphat.
1: <laughs> yes, and this is uh, this is the um, this is the world's first rap ballad. What year is this? Uh, 1987
2: yeah I was gonna say 86
1: yeah and it's from his second uh, album bigger and defer <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah 87 and this is the world's first rap ballad I thought maybe Bismarquis was uh before this but he's not he's he's 1989
0: with and, you got what I need
1: yeah and that song that's the difference between these two to me is that one was was funny and this yeah, it's one charming is, this one yes yeah, charming this one's dead serious He's jamming so much into it, and the lyrics are ridiculous. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
1: The things he rhymes and how he jams it in there. He's and, and, I, and listen, I love LL because the the same year uh, going back to Cali came out. Great and song. I love that song, but this is just horrible, and it just goes on forever. If you don't get some of the rhymes, I will point them out to
2: you. <laughs> it's funny you say that. That it's the first rap. Love song because I remember it wasn't that the big selling point back then. Like, I remember kids being really excited that there's a rap love song.
1: Yeah, I know it did well. It was so number, uh, number, number one on the Hot Black singles, 14 on Hot 100, and number eight in, uh, in the UK. So, you know, it did, it did well. And, and, and there was plenty of rap ballads after this. This was the first one. And, uh, and and people loved it, okay, and I'll give you some background on it later, but uh, but let's let's listen a little to l l
0: you know, ladies love cool Jasper.
7: yeah, ladies
0: <laughs> love cool Jasper. Let's hear him. all
7: right. the first time in my life I see any love there I was giggling about the game that I had played with many hearts and I'm not saying no name. Then the thought occurred he drops me my eyes flirt because I said
2: his hat I know he was famous for that hat, but it's like Two Steps Sideways from Gilligan, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's
7: Kangol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, yeah. <laughs> I thought this guy was silly. Uh, is there a sample, do you happen to know, that he's using, or is that uh, uh, original production? Well, good question, Damon.
1: Mm. Um, <laughs> so the, the music, the, the whole thing, the melody beats and whole thing were lifted out of an instrumental by a Brooklyn songwriter named Jason Dial, and he had he'd given it to uh, some guy that said – Hey uh like he he put an ad in the paper and said I have I have a rap song and and some guy said hey I know LL I can get it to him and it turns out years later like five, like he, this was 84 when he did it and by 87 it comes out and he's like hey that's my song and they never gave him credit for What it. was his name? <laughs> Jason Dial D Y A L L
0: Ladies do not love Jason they do not. They
1: <laughs> don't even know who he is. So yeah, I, sort of. It sort of added to me for this that, that he also ripped it off. And, that, and that's just. And that's you know that's on Wikipedia. Who knows if it's true? But that's the story that it's on Wikipedia right. of this.
0: We probably got sorted out later. One hopes.
1: It didn't. It doesn't see. I, I thought that would be the ending, and they go, "Yeah, actually, he got sued." It doesn't. It just said he never got credit for it.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Jeez, wow, Jason getting jammed up.
2: I like when LL uh, covered Jason Dial, but I was more of a fan when he did Bob Irish Spring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Slicing you. off a, a wedge of it in his thick and thirsty sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Spring.
1: <laughs> you're cut, you're How about like this? You're huh? Cutting an yeah. apple for someone here. Have some of this. <laughs> Why are you
2: cutting soap, dog? Fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. It's awful. <laughs>
2: I guess I'll just wait till the two pieces melt back together.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do with the smaller end? It's not going to sit in the hutch anymore.
2: <laughs> I could have smelled it when it was in one piece. You didn't need it to
0: slice off. Oh, by the way, it's the same color on the inside. What are you showing me? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It sounds like I need love. Uh, now, I,
2: now I need soap.
0: Thanks. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> all right. So that's a bummer. Like, so did the guy, I, I know you said he didn't get credit, but he did at least get paid? No, nothing. <laughs> According to this, he got nothing. Man.
1: <laughs> he Jeez. got credit, never got anything.
2: Yeah. Was it just the bed of music that he created or did uh, LL, did he take the lyrics too? No, he wrote
1: the lyrics. LL wrote the lyrics. This was the instrumental only. You ask about it, whether it was used like a yeah. beat or a sample or something. And got
2: no, it. this is an original. Okay. Well, now I'm even more upset with LL. Yeah, right.
1: Wait till you get some lyrics. It's great.
2: <laughs>
7: All right, come on. Of the raw deal. Hold on a second.
0: There's 5 songwriters in this and not one of them is the dude that he stole it from and the only thing that LL did was the rhymes? What the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What did the other guys do? I don't know. Jiminy Christmas.
2: They distracted Jason Dial while he (laughs) absconded with the track. They took him to go get a (laughs) hoagie. Thanks, guys. I'm remembering now... I feel like I'm 17 again because I remember how stupid I thought this song was back then, and I'm still. I still think it's stupid. I really haven't heard this song probably since then.
0: (laughs) I can imagine Damon at this age because I knew him then, but like some some girl. I don't want to name check any of the girls. I almost did, but some girl going, "Oh man, I love this song. So romantic." And you just go, "Yeah, well, (laughs) start taking off your pants."
2: <laughs> like Telly <Lisa> <laughs> hey, Savalas
0: Hey, Damon, it's cool if you want to take off your pants, but can you not sit on the piano bench? <laughs> <laughs>
1: My sister has a lesson tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got a lesson tonight. Ow.
2: Can you you know, kind of give me a theme of what he's talking about. Cause the, the video is making zero sense. The first, this, not that it matters, but the scene we just left was he was in like a conference room with some, just like white people and in, in business attire. And now right. there's a crying girl in a bedroom. Right. Well,
1: so what it is, and by the way, in the video, the girl is, is way too young. I don't, she yeah. looks like, she looks like he's a teenager and he looks like he's a 25 year old man, at least. Yeah. And he well, LL has a busy life as LL Cool J and as a rapper and everything. And, but he needs love. He's looking for love sure and he he needs it see and so he's looking for it and he he finds it in the video he finds it with this girl apparently
2: the one he just made cry
1: yes exactly okay.
2: i right, I'm, I'm trying to follow this I, I'm con- yeah. utterly confused
1: <laughs> well there's there's some good stuff coming up in the sort in the middle part here yeah
0: so he's saying that he's in a boardroom with honkies. And like that's how brutal his life is and he's so busy. Yes. He can't he's very find love. busy.
1: He doesn't have time for it. He's going girl to girl, but he what's what he he's he's spilling his heart out to you here. This is Valentine's <laughs> Day. He's telling, me, I know that I need love. You know, i am doing all this other yeah. stuff, but I know that I need love.
0: Old man McAvendish is busting my hump for these plans and I <laughs> gotta go to the Exactly meeting. Well
1: there's a part in this video, I not have we gotten to it yet, where he where he's talking to a reporter and then he's and some guys come and get him, he goes, See what I mean? I gotta go now. Like <laughs>
2: poor LL LL needs love to figure out this this video I need a map (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's
0: Damon with like like an assassination expert you've got like red string all over the place like hold on so he's in a (laughs) boardroom so
1: he's in a boardroom
0: and then he
1: (laughs) and the girl's here now the girl seems very young is is she the one he's in love yes
2: is he babysitting her or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the reporters had some questions for him. I don't know how will follow that in here. And by the way, she's also in my grandmother's spare bedroom. Like, <laughs> like, like there's nothing girly about this. This is weird, a
7: weird video, for it sure. It is weird, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Whispering, I love you and I own be. Though I reminisce, I can't believe that I found A desire for true love floating around Inside my soul, because my soul is cold One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old But the other half needs affection and joy and It's I a very be- strange
0: sample that's... Is that like <laughs> is. a like a, a grinding Coney Island roller coaster or something? Well, it, in, the, in the background of the video, yeah.
1: he, he's running past fans and they're... And they're oh, and they're, they're screaming, okay. They're oh, screaming okay. for okay. me, okay. so Sorry. that's not part yeah. of the track. The sound effects. <laughs> Gosh, right.
2: okay. Yeah. And by the way, it's the sound of like an entire you know stadium full of people, and he's going past like two dozen.
7: You're right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell me how your tour is going. Tours don't
2: look wow, that was some acting from
1: her, right
2: here. Yeah. So this is the
1: reporter interviewing him about yeah.
2: how crazy his life is. Yeah. yeah. He explains it.
1: Look, I'm busy, and he says, "You know what I'm saying?" A lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you know, I don't know. This is, I'm assuming this is filmed in L.A. Probably,
1: yeah, you know, New York, New York New or York. L.A.
2: But yeah, mm-hmm. are there actors in either L.A. or New York? <laughs> no, <laughs> that aren't this bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did she just say? So, what's next for you? So, how's, what's going how's, on, how's on with the, the tour? tour going? <laughs> <Yeah>.
7: <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? It's real successful. You know, we're selling a lot of tickets. It's just it's real hectic. You know what I'm saying? Interviews, girls calling me all the time. Yo, we she you know, See what I mean? <laughs> Jeez.
1: You see, he has to go. He has to go. He he can't even find him time to find love, even.
2: you guys seem to get a little bit defensive when i goof on ll but i, I, I he's a douchebag he's always been a douchebag and then he now does okay first of all we've got the uh accidental racist song you know that yeah, was a yeah. milestone in his career but then yes isn't he just known for hosting award shows now and stuff
1: no he's on los angeles ncis oh <laughs> with chris o'donnell right it's been on for years he's like okay. a kind of following Ice T's footsteps and became a there's probably a lot of people who don't even know he's a rapper and I it's probably people like in their 80s who love the show.
7: Oh. Okay.
2: You mean Ice T the artist who did Got No Time for 69? The
1: him, he's on SBU, as you know, but uh, but LL's on Los Angeles NCIS. Jesus.
2: I'm on S69. <laughs> S to the 6 to the 9. That's right. Yeah. He's always been a like kind of lame to me. I don't know why. cuz I like some rap, just not him. This song's the lamest. It's pretty lame. <laughs> the video's lame. I don't know. It is long, long. And it's
1: the same thing just over and over. There's I just was no just dynamics. About to say in, that. There's no dynamics in this song. You think there'll be a chorus or a sample? It's just him going. I need love. It's all. It's the same.
2: All right, here we go. Is he thinking about going back to the twelve-year-old? <laughs> he is. He will be. Okay. <laughs> Jesus.
0: That reminds me.
1: One of my favorite lyrics is coming up right now.
2: All right.
7: Today, uh, listen. What I tell you about these rap guys, huh? Yeah, just, I, look,
1: I'm not you right, stop for a second. <laughs> so, so that's her father yelling at her yeah. not to be part of LL Cool J's life and tearing all his posters off the wall. <laughs> I told you about these rap guys. <laughs>
2: I'm on Team Dad, actually. <laughs>
1: exactly. I think he's right. <laughs>
2: yeah. First of all, honey, you're you're still in the eighth grade. <laughs>
1: you have to explain, to Aaron, how how obviously younger she is than him.
2: <laughs> yeah, she, uh, Aaron, do you remember this video? Unfortunately, yeah, I do have a recollection
0: of it. I don't remember being so upset by it. So, like, I, I guess I was younger then too. Uh, but yes,
1: he didn't bother you. But she looks like she's yeah, like she should be in Facts of Life or something. <laughs> <You>
2: know, like <laughs> she's Joe's friend. <laughs> Yeah. I went to school to junior high with uh, Regina King. Do you guys yeah. know her? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's she's a killer actress. I love her. Uh, she was great yeah. on that Watchmen show, and great on a ton of other things. Yeah. My sister actually was kind of buds with her when we were in junior high, and uh, I remember her being this you know scrawny little version of the Regina King we know now. This girl looks like that. I, I yeah, she does, does. and it's right. just like weird to me. <laughs> You know, that's why I keep saying, oh, she's yeah, this girl's like an eighth grade because it reminds me of eighth grade Regina King. (laughs) Yeah, there's some creepy stuff coming up later with that.
0: I hear all the things that you're saying about LL, but because he wants, I like to believe he wrote the line. You're the kind of guy that gets suspicious. I'm the kind of guy that says pudding is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And because of that, he gets a pass
2: for me. Gets a pass.
0: Okay. <laughs> with
1: everything. We'll wait to hear the next line coming up. <laughs> you may you may take that back.
2: The problem is that like usually when you're trying to seduce a woman you might get some, you know, get some white wine in her or something, but with right. this girl he has to use pudding. That's right. Pudding pops? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Napkin? Some pudding. You want some Jello pudding? Come on, sit down.
2: <laughs> Do you want the one shaped like Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck? <laughs> I have another mold you might be interested in. <laughs> Holy other. <laughs> is that the cream filled one? You got no. that
3: right? You got Thank that right? You.
2: Hey, it's sexy romance episode. We it can is, say too. stuff like that. That's
1: right. That's right.
2: Come on. Yeah, the fans get it. <laughs> We're still barely like a minute. Oh, in I know. It goes
1: on forever. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's oh. brutal. It's fucking brutal. All
7: right. Romance, seeing the light, how sweet. I gotta find me a girl to make my life complete. You can scratch my back, we'll get cozy and huddle. I'll lay down my jacket so you can walk over a puddle. I give Hey stop right there. To- <laughs> you sure about that now, as
0: far as that trope. <laughs> anybody ever do that? And has it ever worked out for anyone? I mean a girl just said, What are you doing? You've an let just go I'll walk around it. You can
1: scratch my back. We'll get cozy and huddle. I'll lay my jacket down so
0: you can walk over a puddle. God damn it. I can't believe none of his guys went, no. 37 people involved in the writing of this. No, no. With the exception of the person who did write it. And not one (laughs) of them said, you should call fucking uh, Lenny back or whatever that guy's name is who went out for the hoagie. Jason Dial. Let's cut the huddle puddle thing. Come on, let's cut it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This may be the hoagie talking, but your lyrics suck.
2: <laughs> I have to tell LL that his lyrics leave me befuddled. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Got to tell LL that his lyrics yeah. suck suck. Jesus. <laughs> All right.
7: Give you a rose, pull out your chair before we eat. Kiss you on the cheek and say, oh, girl, you're so sweet. It's deja vu whenever I'm with you. I could go on forever telling you what I do. But where you... You're neither here nor there I swear I can't find you anywhere
2: Damn sure ain't in my closet Or under my rug This love search is really making
7: me bug Okay, did you hear that? Did you get that? No, tell me Okay, th- that
1: lyric was I swear I can't find you anywhere Damn sure ain't in my closet Or under my rug This love search is really making me bug
0: <laughs> oh, you are romantic I wonder if she's under my rug <laughs>
1: She's not in the closet It's, it's bordering on the uh, What's his face it's, it's, It says trapped in the closet It's bordering yeah, on that yeah. Like Jesus. virgin of silliness here Just like what?
2: <laughs> this song is utterly boring Oh it's terrible It's so, so terrible. Boring. Even the video isn't even that interesting I And mean, rap
0: videos technically or typically, Would have at least Big boobies running around And, and reasons yeah, no, to be you No
1: know, yeah. not in this one He needs yeah. love A, a pure yeah. girl A nice girl you know, right. like, like little Regina King.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know, if
7: you know who you are, why don't you make yourself steal? Take the chance with my love and you'll find out what I mean. Fantasies can run, but they can't hide it. When I find you, I'ma put all my love inside. I need love. Yo, I mean, I heard you before. Do you me?
2: think all the white kids who listen to this would go i need love yeah exactly right that's the only thing they knew of the entire rap. i know that they did (laughs) and and this this part of the video now is where he's in the back of
1: a limousine with her and he's apologizing to her (laughs) so listen to this
2: (laughs) yeah she just had to break through the entire crowd of girls screaming for him as they got into the limo why was it her obligation to figure that out like didn't doesn't he have guys to go get his girlfriend He's feeling
0: all bad and introspective that he fucked up and he and he made her wait yeah. and everything. So he goes, "I'm a schlub <laughs> for putting you under the rug."
1: You're almost, you're close. The next lyric is close to that. So, keep going. Sure. I wish
0: he'd said, "That's the rub" when he was upset about something not working out, even though he tried. And
7: you're very close there into the next lyric. <laughs> oh boy,
0: here we go. you know
7: what I'm saying. It's just I live a hectic life. You know what I'm saying if you're me to Atlantic City, he's an active I'll get senior.
0: <laughs> I live an active life. <laughs> That's a great thing to say. Ah, oh, look, I live an active life. No, I said I oh, said <laughs> he said hectic. He said hectic. He said hectic life.
2: He's dressed like a senior with that sweatsuit.
0: <laughs> Looks like he's playing Canasta. <laughs>
7: All right. Chimiro. Still love me a what? Love love. Cool
2: so he took her to Atlantic City I guess like the age of consent is lower there or something
1: <laughs> I guess I don't that's maybe the next stop on the tour I don't know
7: <laughs> the one I need something that's stronger Friendship, trust, honor, respect, admiration This whole experience has been such a revelation It's taught me love and how to be a real man To always be considerate and do all I can Protect you all my What
2: happened to the girl, George? Did you research where her career went? <laughs> her I, I did not She's not listed at all
0: <laughs> Is she still waiting for guys to throw jackets down into the water? <laughs> I, I <guess laughs> looking so. for a water jacket, man?
1: <laughs> There's no even anything about the music video here
2: it's <laughs> best left unwatched
1: best left, maybe just forget it, yeah, <laughs> unsolved, you know
2: yeah i I may have heard this song like less than half a dozen times in my life, and I'm so glad that's a true fact <laughs> because I, it's just the song sucks, it's boring yeah it's and we're not even half done, so uh I, the only thing
1: I could say is that in the end of the whole song, I don't know if you can find it so maybe the last thirty seconds he 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 talks directly to the people. And gives a message at the end that's where he just talks. He stops rapping and he talks. He
2: breaks the fourth wall.
1: He does. He he has a message for you. And so if you can maybe go to that, the rest of it's all the same, just terrible rhymes. I might need <laughs> just, to see that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so you can let it go along, but you can you can go to maybe the last. It's probably less than thirty seconds at, toward, after you know near the end. But
2: here's the girl. I'm going to 3:34. It looks like. Okay, it's right. right there. All right, here we go. So he just left the hot tub party with all the hot chicks and everything and said, I got somebody. Yeah, I I got, they're all going,
1: come on in, LL, get in with all the girls and party. He's like, no, I got somebody. And now he's going back
0: to his room. Yeah, that (laughs) happened.
1: And staring at the wall, apparently. He told us in the beginning and now at the end, he's just, he stares at the wall and he thinks, fuck, I need love.
0: (laughs) I want to see somebody stare at the wall
2: in real time.
1: Well, watch the video. He does.
2: (laughs) I got somebody. When she gets out of detention, she's going to come join me at the hot (laughs) (laughs) tub. And and when
1: she's not grounded anymore, she's going (laughs) to.
2: When she finishes her geometry homework, she'll be right over. Oh God! All right. So let me see what he says. Here we go.
7: Staring at the wall, fantasies they go through my mind, and I've come to realize that. I need true love. And if you want to give it to me, girl, make yourself seen. I'll be waiting. I love you.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> Just weird. And that beat's so weird in between. <laughs> Jesus. For, for yeah. the th-
2: the three idiots on this show, probably Aaron is the closest to knowing more about like hip-hop culture and stuff. I understand that a bunch of dummies, you know, white kids like this and everything, but this could not have been good for his cred in in the rap community, was it?
0: I think that he had built up an awful lot, uh, and then and and it, I think people appreciated that he was getting over because the song did. It got over into the white community. Anytime you can bring some girls in, and they they loved it. He was huge.
1: Aaron's right. He was huge then, and this is the first. This is the first rap ballad, and other people did it after this. And I really don't know any of these artists, but there's a list of eight or ten people that covered this or or took some sample from it.
2: <laughs> Jason Diles, like, oh, great, more people are <laughs> using my, my track.
1: Yeah. Aces. Okay. More people ripping me off. Great, bitchin'. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, and what would you sample out of this? I'm just flummoxed over that. Like, what would you...
0: Like, what, what are you sampling out of here? If I was
2: going to cover this, I would cover all the dialogue that they put over the, over the song, like the, him tearing the poster down. That's what was going to
0: say. That's what I want. I want the dad stuff. I told you about these rap guys.
2: <laughs> the reporter in the hotel room going, so how's the tour going? <laughs> and you, what do you dream about?
1: <laughs> hey, look, my, my life's hectic. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? If you take going to, going to Atlantic City with me, you know what I'm saying? Then you can still love me.
2: Okay? You know what I'm saying? All right, we're done with this, right, George? Yeah, It's brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: fucking brutal. We only, that was like maybe half of it. <laughs>
2: yeah. I need uppers. Old Damon agrees with young Damon 100%. The song sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, George, for LL Cool J and I Need Love. Happy Valentine's, everybody. <laughs> Yay. Let's hope that he was able to wait the six years for his girlfriend to be legal so they could get married and live happily ever after. Here's hoping. All right. It was kind of an Elvis Priscilla thing going on there, right? uh, Yeah. yeah. All right, Aaron, what you got for me? Well, look, uh, (laughs) I was thinking
0: about this as an idea for a while and I had never bothered to do any research on it. And so when it came time, when I chose this song and I was like, well, I better look, look up some information on this song. I realized that the songs that we do on this show, despite them all being terrible- Uh, the torture songs, obviously, I realized that some of them have like a ton of information about them in the world. And then there's others where it seemed as if the internet has been wiped clean by the wrath of God, just off the map. No information, no nothing. (laughs) Locusts came by and the information was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So like, it's clear that they existed because I hear it and I see it. But beyond that, there's no information about how it did, how it happened. Da 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 da. And this is one of those songs, and it's bizarre that that's true, considering that this young lad was, you could argue, in 1982, among the most famous people on the planet. And it was right mm-hmm. near the side of that experience for him. But like, he still had a TV, sh- another TV show to make shortly after this, where he became maybe even larger. So mm-hmm. the fact that there is so little information about it when you can easily find a David Soul record. You know, oh. you can easily find stuff like that. This is not that man. This oh, okay is Scottathan Bayo.
1: I, 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 you know, I was going to guess that. I was going to say, don't tell me it's Scott Bayo, and it is Scott Bayo
0: of Charles in Charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Scott Bayo. What was in that kiss? Whoa. So I I was, oh, okay. Uh, Nineteen eighty-two. From the okay. album Scott Baio released in 1982 on RCA Victor Records and Tapes. So did, let's didn't know he even sang. Let's start it. Well, you know, look, <laughs> he doesn't. So he yeah, still might not know. Yeah, let's listen to it. I I, I don't want to get started before we hear the issues. So let's just spin it.
4: Okay.
2: Here we go.
1: Pretty face. Hey. <laughs> is he trying to? He's trying to do Barry White. It sounds yeah. like. it so first came on the music. I'm like, this is Barry White's. Yeah. So this
0: guy, <laughs> listen, I was I was feeling a, a sense of disquiet in my belly when I was listening to this, and I finally, I finally go, oh, it's because he has a wobbly voice. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was realizing that it was making me seasick. <laughs> so let's oh, listen to him And see if you hear his wobbly voice And then uh, we have some
2: more to say about that Is that him trying to convey emotion? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that do he's He thinks that's how people mm-hmm, do it? Like oh, sensitive
0: right? Because he doesn't have any control He's, he's not a fucking singer
2: <laughs> So
0: like He it, it was probably having to calm down He's probably nervous about being in the studio So <laughs> <laughs> And he's probably trying to be This is, you know Not too long after The mighty Bee Gees Ruled the planet Right And so I had written down that that this sounds like it was written by someone who was familiar with the idea of the Bee Gees or had read an in-flight magazine that interviewed Barry Gibb about his favorite seafood restaurants in San Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like adjacent, adjacent to the Bee And then perused the
1: Hemlikler Schlemliker catalogs. Pick up some mail load of steaks on the flight. Huh? I do need a massage chair for $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> so let's,
0: let's play some more of Scott's uh, offerings. San Antonio. Okay. <laughs> All
3: right. Heaven took its time on you. got
0: such a... Yeah. Uh. yeah. It's very pitchy. And then and uh. they, someone told him, I don't want to bust the name of the writer yet because it comes into play, but Someone told him, "Yeah, sometimes it's nice and it's sexy, you know. Like you're taking your time, you're breathing. You show him, show him that you're breathing, Scott. Like with know? the lady. Yeah, show him yeah. that you're breathing, <laughs> Scott. So, and so you hear Scott go, <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, know, you can see him. He's he's now thinking about like he's in his fucking head. You're yeah. hearing a man who's in his head, right? And so now, so somebody, someone's trying to tell him to be natural. When somebody tries to tell you to be natural or like don't be sensitive, you know, all you can be, don't be defensive. All you can do is be that thing." And I'm not sure he's a man either, Aaron. At yeah, this no, time. he's was a young he lad. Twenty. Yeah, he's young. Okay, He yeah. was born yeah, like sixty-two. So yeah, so he was he was all of twenty at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody, get the Dramamine that I sent you. Uh, quiet right. your seasick <laughs> bellies, and let's let's put Scott into perspective. Scott, for uh, a big chunk of time during our childhood, was his massive star. He starred as Chachi Arcola on um, the uh, as the Fonz's cousin on Happy Days. Or his nephew, right? His nephew? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Hey, one Somehow, of the two. Yeah.
0: Uncle Fonzie. So like, and and because he was younger, all the girls who were already down with the show just fell in love with him. Plus he's a very handsome man. And so he just destroyed. And there are a handful of people out there who tore up as much ass as Scott, but none maybe more. Like people who are lateral moves. But like Scott was definitely like, for a time, a sexual Ellis Island for all actresses. And you had to oh. go through him. You had but to. his way through Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. And they happily did it. Oh, yeah. I've never dated someone who didn't have a crush on Scott Bayo when they were young. They probably yeah. still do. Well, he ruled teen beat, tiger beat. He was the exactly. cover every, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, and everyone had cops to it. And he was a handsome guy. And he had the shaggy haircut and like, what's not to like? Yeah. And so like, he was a star. One of the biggest on the planet. And so like, that's, What's happening here? He was plucked. And like George said, he was on Tiger Beat and all these magazines. And it was at a time when if you were on a TV show, if you were in Tiger Beat, guess what? You're going into the studio and you're going to cut a fucking record. Don't worry about it because we're going to have pro songwriters come in. With these songs that they wrote for you, and by the way, the singers who were demoing those songs should have had the fucking deal you have. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the songwriters got professional singers to sing their songs so that it sounded awesome, so that they would get picked for the album, and all those singers are probably dope, fucking amazing. So that's what's sort of upsetting too about this for me. When it comes down to it, I don't begrudge the songwriter. I don't. And by the way, let's just let's just blow the lid off who who wrote it. A friend of uh, friend of ours who wrote, "I've never been to me." Oh, and two less lonely people in the world, and that would be Ken Hirsch. Hey, Ken Hirsch. Okay. So, professional I, songwriter. <laughs> I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm. So, undressed by kings, and also Scott Baio,
2: which is pretty.
0: <laughs> so, let's listen to some more of this. I did a lot of talking, but I needed to put scotchul
2: into uh, uh, perspective <laughs> in context. <Yeah. laughs> All right, come on, Scott. Okay,
3: you've got <laughs> such an easy way. Uh-huh. You know just what to say and do.
2: It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like a it's it's karaoke at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd from down the hall. Yeah,
1: you know, and there's something else is that I mean, other plenty of other guys made this record, but I'm I'm thinking of the guys at the time, like the Leaf Garrett record wasn't this bad. You
0: know, or uh, who's
1: the Travolta. other one? Else? John Travolta's records, like he was okay. Which, you yeah, but know. John
0: Travolta has a has a fucking legit voice, and yeah. like, and people will sleep on fucking Andy Gibb. Andy Gibb was a motherfucker. He, oh a, yeah. I a yeah, I wouldn't. motherfucker.
1: I wouldn't put him in this. Ca- he wasn't a TV star that became. But he was,
0: him. but he was a pinup in that way. I would just say, putting yeah, him in there as a yeah. heartthrob. He was, but he was a motherfucker, singing like a real singer, an artist, yeah, a musician. Great, yeah. Yeah, but not,
1: he's doing a bad job of even this among heartthrob assholes. We're not even thinking right. of some of them. I'm sure Adam Rich from Age Is Enough" has a record,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, did Grant Goodieve turn this down?
1: Exactly. <laughs> right,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> you going,
0: Matthew Labrador. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, all good
0: polls. <laughs> <laughs> he's cold. Somebody get him a shawl. <laughs> Let's listen to this And I'm going I'm to send you One of my favorite pictures That was ever That's ever been taken Of anyone I'm going to send it to you And we'll discuss that While we listen to Scott Bayo shivering
2: Okay <laughs>
1: I love it I can't wait
2: Scott it's a seductive breath You're not doing laps In a pool <laughs> <laughs> gulp <laughs> All right
3: oh, oh last night When we were talking
2: By the way, this was the best takes they got out of him.
0: Yeah. And they're piecing this together like a pizza. You know what I mean? Like this is. Uh...
2: Yeah. The, I mean, even bef- this is all obviously pre, you know, pitch correct and all that stuff. But still back then they had tricks and they would cobble together takes and stuff. This oh, was yeah. the best they could get out of this guy. Mm-hmm. Probably had an appearance, you know, somewhere, you know, and <laughs> he, he had to get to, you know,
1: like LL Cool Jay.
0: <laughs> yeah. You had to get to the Los Angeles Convention Center for the Happy Days stroke
1: yeah. yeah. for the Joni loves Chachi, you know, event or what? Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Him and Aaron Moran were opening a music plus down at the uh... There you go. That's what it's more like that. <laughs> the exactly. long beach. Five and yeah. done.
2: He had to get over to Zodie's to pick up a new <laughs> plain yellow sweatshirt. <laughs> you gotta see this this thing he's wearing. I mean, I, I think I had one of those. I don't know why he's wearing it. It's like you get like you know three for five bucks in a plastic bag at Rite Aid or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Did you see the picture that I sent you?
0: Uh, there's another picture uh, that I sent you. It was in the, uh, album oh, cover a... and the album cover. Which the album cover. Whoa!
1: This is what was in my head. I knew this was going to be the album cover.
0: Now, <laughs> what we've got here is is uh, Scathaniel uh, got a <laughs> mic stand, and he's looking handsome. He's holding it. He's off to the right of the of the of the frame. So Scott Bay over there on the left. What's going on is that, like, for some reason, they decided that we needed to suspend our disbelief <laughs> that there was electricity being used. And so the cord <laughs> is connected, but the cord is flying. The cord gets more leg than Scott in this album cover. Yeah. There's so much balanced.
2: cord. The cord is stuck under an amp. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, pulled tight.
1: Stop. Someone's trying to yank it out of his hands so he'll stop singing.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to wait to take the Get mic away the from- mic! <laughs> Hey Reggie, you know he's not actually doing the numbing now.
2: <laughs> it's like Simon and Garfunkel or <laughs> Scott and the, the Mike Scott cable. and Cord. <laughs> so much cord. <laughs> About to come into the monster chorus. I need George to see this sweatshirt as well. Maybe Little Lord Fauntleroy had like designer Izod sweatshirts and stuff, but <laughs> this looks like shit I wore all the time just because you could get it at Kmart for like a dollar ninety nine. Weird.
0: It's the man, not the sweatshirt. That's what you have to tell yourself <laughs> when you bust something like that.
2: Oh, he still looks hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah,
0: I know. He's so sexy. Come
2: on. <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: Don't ask him to do that, <laughs> Ken Hirsch. What's the matter <laughs> with you?
1: Please don't.
0: That's not easy to do, anyways.
1: For a singer. They should have got the guy that did the Bruce Willis record where he's just kind of talking through it. They (laughs) should have got that guy. He knew what he was doing.
0: And by the way, it probably would have fucking sold better if it's just Scott fucking talking at you. Every girl would have bought it. They didn't know what to do with this. Because it sounds like Scott doesn't know what he's doing. And as a chick, you want to think that he's the bomb. And it (laughs) sounds like he's bombing with his fucking mic cord and his sweatshirt.
1: This yellow sweatshirt's much uh, before. uh, He seems much older in, in 82. Yeah, this is this is when you're still a boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's he's the age of uh, LL Cool J's girlfriend. That's right. I know what
1: you mean about the yellow sweatshirt, though. Yeah, yeah. I had one like this. It was like orange. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey Reggie, I think I'm just gonna wear the yellow sweatshirt. You know what I mean? Because I'm just a kid. You know. What do you think? Is that your bayo? Is that what yeah. you're doing? <laughs> hey, we're really doing this record. All right.
2: Aaron never ceases to amaze with his impressions. <laughs>
0: sounds just like Scott Payne. call my mom. <laughs> uh,
2: the other thing I'd, I'd like to point out about that picture I just sent you guys, was there some sort of like federal law that if you were on an album cover, you had to be leaning on an elbow? I must <laughs> oh, have yeah, seen about 75 sure. album covers like this. Michael Jackson? Thriller. So yeah, awesome. thriller yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Can't wait. Slow Down by yeah, exactly. Also lying down, he's reclining. Burt Reynolds in uh, Playgirl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Julio Iglesias did one uh, where he was, like, lying down in a sweater.
1: Everybody did one. Yeah, Kenny Rogers
0: <laughs> always lied down. Kenny Rogers was working out ways to lie down more. <laughs> no, Kenny, you're not supposed to lay down on your back. They call him the recliner and before they call him the gambler. <laughs> no,
1: just take a picture of me like this. It's fine
0: <laughs> You mean asleep, Ken? <laughs> yeah, whatever. They get it. What's the name of this fucking song? What's it? Last night. What <laughs> was? was it? What was in that kiss? <laughs> what was in that kiss? I don't. He hasn't even hit the chorus yet. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps saying last night. <laughs> last night, we
2: together. Foot, 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 foot. Kiss kiss. foot last okay. night.
3: All right. You won't tell me I've never felt like this Just tell me what your secret is Oh, God, Whoa!
0: God <laughs> wow. damn it! Pitchy, bro! It is rough. It's rough stuff. It sounds like an old tuna sandwich. You know what I mean? Like you're like, what the fuck is this? Or, you know, what is that? Someone opened up the window or something, bro.
1: Right, you open up that, 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 uh, that uh, you know, Ziploc bag. You're like, oh, what's... <laughs> oh! What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why am I crying? Oh god, <laughs> is what? that red onion, oh. Gary? Oh boy. Nice. Oh. To an office you brought it?
2: Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Come on, Scott.
0: What was in that
3: touch? It made me feel so much. Won't you tell me what was in that
2: Is this song salvageable by like an Andy Gibb or Oh yeah. For sure. I think if you have a big voice, like, again, I
0: I know, I know that the person who sang for Ken Hirsch's demo that Ken Hirsch did over at a little studio before taking it to the big boys, you know, he probably tried to sell this to other R&B guys of the day. RCA Victor said, yeah, yeah, which is a (laughs) fucked up thing to do because this is not an easy song for Scott and it's an uninteresting song. It's a meandering number. The chorus is limp and what you don't want is a less than voice man <laughs> to take care of a limp noodle of a number because no. he, he's not going to yeah. save it for you like luther could save it man luther could save it and
2: just oh, blow yeah. it the fuck up but i mean that's god so a like, background
1: singer from luther vandross
0: could do a good job exactly this. exactly <laughs> <Right>.
2: yeah <laughs> ll cool j's homie who broke up the interview in the hotel room could sing this better <laughs> for a fact i know
0: this yeah yeah yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. all right come on scotty Watching Scotty suck. Watching <laughs> Somehow the chorus was slightly better only because he had other singers like helping him out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's something to hold on to uh, a
0: bit. Ba ba da 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 there, like there's something memorable about it rather than his meandering. It sounds like he's <laughs> – what I was thinking of, the image I had is that Scott had had, a, had an adult evening. For some reason, I was imagining him walking around with a letter and he can't find a stamp. And so he's just humming as he's walking through his house <laughs> looking <laughs> for things that sort of under his breath. And that's the energy he has. With his deliveries, there's a guy wandering around his Hollywood house looking for a stamp. Where the <laughs> fuck is that stamp? the yeah, exactly. He's narrating everything he's doing.
3: <laughs> all right. about it hurts
1: you know what this is this is boogie night's feel my heat (laughs) i mean it's almost there yeah right yeah he will rock you he will roll you it's that (laughs) That, almost that to
0: have a an inspiration somewhere and why not it makes sense to go to a scott bale number because that's sort of what they were selling right yeah i mean that was was. the joke of the yeah right (laughs) funny you bring up porn because some of the promo that this did get, by the way, this capped out at uh, 182 on the Billboard Top 200 for four weeks yeah, and then it was I gone. <laughs> but in 1983, th- it was in um, Disciplined Girls, like three or four, in a lesbian scene. It's on the wall. A poster of the album cover is on the wall that they, you see in passing, but then there's a close-up of it at one point, just to make the point. <laughs> so you know RCA Victor had to be stoked about that. Yeah. And, uh, and I only know that because I found, uh, found this information on a blog that uh, this guy wrote back in 2014. Uh, and I'll tell you his name so we give him a little love, but... He, The reason he was writing this blog about a Scott Baio record in 2014 was that his grandmother had passed recently and he was recalling that on her, the family wall where they had all the pictures of all of their relatives and their family and all the kids and grandkids was right in the middle of the place of honor was a picture of her and Scott Braille. <laughs> no one could ever figure out why she did that. Such a and, lovely and, young man. And, yeah, <laughs> in the way that like Italian families would have a picture of Jesus right in the middle of like a wall of yeah. love for their family or like, you know, Frank Sinatra or JFK. Greeks and John Stamos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to have it. There's like yeah. prime location. So that's why the guy was writing about it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Imagine that.
2: Did you want to say his name or we're going to get to that later?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll play a little bit more and then I'll name check him.
2: Okay. We still got a big fat 2 minutes left of the song. Yeah, really. this is Yeah, we're we're pretty
0: much done. Let's just listen a little bit more and, uh, and see if you don't throw up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh,
2: I'm not gonna let you go because you're the one I can't do without. Why did they give him a song with such a, you know, kind of range of notes? Yeah, there's
1: a lot going on
2: here. Yeah, it's fucked up, that's what I'm time. saying. It's fucked up. It's fucked
0: yeah. up. Shouldn't do it. So the guy's name is Greg Adams and he had a blog, I don't know if he's still updating it, but it was called Music Weird. If anybody wants to look up Greg, Greg was <laughs> I'm funny. Read it. The, the it was it was a funny thing that he wrote. So uh, I would say and then the funniest part about it to me was A, I love the the story about his grandma, but that's the only way that I knew <laughs> Who had anything to do with it? I mean, I found it on iTunes, so that's why I know Ken Hirsch was involved. But, like, there's no other stuff. You can find out how to buy the record online, but there's no, like, Scotty's Wikipedia, no mention of his musical career. And he had a fucking hit in the top 200, and he had two records. Not one mention of it. It's been wiped clean. Hmm. And we can see why.
1: You know what? Republican. He's a Republican. It's deep state shit, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that it is wholly uninvolved, George. It's probably somehow involved. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was a deeper state, frankly uh, <laughs> the yellow sweatshirt You know what the yellow sweatshirt means with Q Oh, yeah, right yeah. Okay We've been together
3: Oh, last night When you were beside me It
0: all just fell into play.
3: Jesus,
4: man
0: <laughs> Doesn't it sound like he's looking for something? The stamp. He's looking for the stamp. Yeah, but yeah. he's looking for He's like, I put it somewhere. Where did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I keep these in the same place? I, every time I'm looking for a stamp. <laughs>
2: the, the song, What Was In That Kiss, it was originally called, Where Did I Put That Stamp? <laughs>
0: Where did I put that stamp? <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time.
2: Uh, I uh, how much more should we do with this I mean I'm
0: done I'm done <laughs> I'm done I made my point we talked about Greg and his and I think his, I've made my point yeah you know look
1: we, we looked at his sweatshirt we looked at the, the mic core Bruce Hirsch was exciting when he got home he told Mrs. Hirsch hey I just sold one to Bayo."
0: he probably got huge. a fucking beeger that night he got a he got a bail proxy beeger. that's how that's how heavy his sexuality was
1: and the wife went. A piece of shit. You shopped to every R and B singer. Bayo bought it. <laughs> yep, he did.
0: RCA. Bayo bought it. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so there you have it, Damon. You got wow. uh, walking it, with the Panther and walking with
2: Bayo. Jeez. Well, let's see. This is two different eras of music. I almost feel like if Scott Bayo had rapped, he would have. Achieve more oh, in the music it would music be way industry. better. Because way better. He, yeah. <laughs> because he can't sing, so he might as well try rapping. It wouldn't have been yeah. worse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. We've got Scott Bayo and his garbage voice and his tight, stiff yellow sweatshirt. <laughs> And then we got it's it's almost as formidable as as Mike Love's shirt. That's how thick and uncomfortable that shirt
0: Yeah, looks. yeah. There's no softener in the
2: in the washer. <laughs> they want it thick and new. The, heaven forbid a wrinkle would appear. It almost looks like the sweatshirt has it's right out of the package. It hasn't even washed yet or anything. Oh
0: it's, no, it's not soft.
2: It's yeah. still like factory stiff.
0: That odd, that strange sort of tissue paper <laughs> still coming in
2: out of the neck. It's yeah. it's still sweatshop stiff. <laughs> <laughs> Indonesia's finest. <laughs> okay, we got Scott, who was like a part of my childhood because you know who didn't watch Happy Days? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you were a variation on the Scott Bayo theme,
0: you know. I mean, you had that you had that Italian dark dark Italian good
2: looks. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if Scott Bay was missing some chromosomes. <laughs>
0: You, you, you're, you're
2: Arcadia's answer to Scott Baio,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now Crown City's Scott Baio, <laughs> uh,
2: and then LL is such a douche, though. I mean, I hated that song <laughs> then, and it didn't get any better. Like, there's not even like sort of like you know, oh, I see what he's trying to do. You know, it's still bad.
7: Yeah. Uh, so
2: where do I go with this? I'm I'm really trying to. You know, stick to the theme here by showing both of my Gitmo some love. <laughs> but one of them's got to go down. I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah. It's the rules. Got to go down like my pants when I was explaining to the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. And the piano bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. I don't know. I guess I'm nostalgic for that era of my life when I was a kid and I like Scott Bayo. He's a dog shit singer and he grew up to be a giant douchebag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, so did LL.
0: So right. hmm. I will say about Scott, as much as I want to hate on him, the proxy to the Fons is a big proxy. It's important, and like I have a shine on that because of the Fons. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm shooting myself in the dick by even bringing it up. But like, how can you not? He looms large, the Fons.
2: Right. He has got like like Fons juice on him. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Proxy Fonz. Fonz Juice. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but LL, that song sucks. Here's the thing. No one ever thought Scott Baio's song was good. Or going to be good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, in the room, the the engineer and the producer were just rolling their eyes at each other. Both probably were thinking, well, I just lost my job because I gave Scott (laughs) Baio a record contract. Um like a lot of fucking people liked LL and it did a lot more damage and it's it, it sucked, it was shitty from the beginning so I guess we have to say that as much as I love both my Gitmos George just gets a little extra like teaspoonful of love today <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Ladies love little Lord Faulkneroy <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, congratulations George and uh, Strut enjoy
4: your stuff!
2: Yellow sweatshirt, yellow
1: sweatshirt.
4: <laughs> Mike Ford, Mike Ford.
1: Trapped on Wet jacket, wet jacket.
2: Twelve-year-old babysitting, falling Rug above.
1: bug, rug bug. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Interview reporter can't act. <laughs> I don't even know what, the, what we're saying at this point. Well, we've been driven crazy by these two fucking songs. Too. I know. <laughs> I'm we really impressed. Talk. <laughs> this is supposed to be a loving, kind of sexy, romantic, fun episode, and, and I'm just sad now. We
1: ain't that kind of show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, boys, for for the torture. For well, well done. Valentine's
5: sure. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: And so, I guess let's take a a jaunt over to the sorbet, shall we? Yeah,
4: please help us.
2: And and I'm once again wondering if I've played this one before. I don't think I have. And I just thought, well, you know, is there any major clips that have love in them? I didn't see one, but I saw one that was the opposite of... Here we go. Sorbet. Sorbet.
4: Used to hate it till I ate it.
2: Ah, sticking with the 69. Have we done that one? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, good. I'm I'm batting a thousand at this point with these. I keep thinking I'm going to play them again. All right, cool. Well, there you go. I am now in the sorbet. (laughs) And, you know, you're not going to get a straight love song out of me. You're going to have to get a bittersweet ditty, you know? A
1: gay love song? (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) It's like a gladiator love ballad. I'm going to send you boys some some lyrics here. Right. I'm going to take you back to a year that we call 1999. All right. All right? It's unfortunate I have to send you these lyrics right next to Scott Bayo and his <laughs> yellow sweater, but what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll tell you a little bit more about it, who it is, but uh, here come the, the lyrics.
3: Heartbreak, old friend, goodbye, it's me again. Of late, I've had some thought of moving in. Of all the many ways a man loses home, well, there ain't none better than the girl who's moving on.
2: Ah, love those lyrics. Me too. Who is this? We are listening to a band uh, called the Old 97s. I don't know if you guys yeah. are familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, I yes. remember those dudes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so usually Rhett Miller is the singer of, of old 97 songs. He's the primary songwriter and singer and uh, he's great. But, uh, I love this guy, Murray. This is Murray, the bass player singing. <laughs> I love Murray so much that uh, my friend Carrie, you know, you guys know Carrie in, introduced me to old 97s. And every time he'd play me songs, I would always gravitate to, to the Murray songs. And so at one point Carrie just made me a mix CD of Just Murray songs. <laughs> just Murray. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. a friend. <laughs> yeah. And so Murray Hammond, I believe, is his name, and he is the bass player. He's sort of like the nerdy, bespeckled Mike Mills of the band. And uh like I said, I love all the songs, but this one is called Valentine. I love this song. The melody's perfect, the lyrics are bittersweet and sad and uh wistful. And um let's hear a little more of it, shall we? Yeah.
3: True love, I knew, thought some of leaving you. Bad thoughts, I had when Valentine's were due. Of all the many ways a man will break his heart, well, there ain't none
2: meaner than he pulls his own apart. First of all, I love that line. Of all the many ways a man will break his heart, well, there ain't none meaner than he pulls his own apart. Yeah. <laughs> fucking good. good and um we're about to hear the chorus and then Rhett comes in singing a high harmony and it's just gorgeous so like uh i think that's murray on guitar and maybe there's two guitars maybe Rhett and murray are both playing i don't really know but um they're actually more of a kind of they started off as alt country and then just became kind of like a, a power pop band but they're pretty much americana alternative and uh Rhett Miller describes the old 97s as loud folk <laughs> which I thought was a good description of them but uh, this is a, a bit of an anomaly for them to, do, to just break down to acoustic guitars and do this So, I, I, and I really love it so here comes Rhett doing the harmony on the chorus
3: Valentine the Destroyer Valentine you belong in the stars where you are always rolling on cried I cried Till I couldn't carry on It's a lonely, lonely feeling When your valentine was wrong It's a lonely, lonely feeling When your valentine was
0: wrong
2: Yeah, so the line you think he would say when your valentine was gone, but he says valentine was wrong, which is so good. It's a great lyric. I love that.
0: <laughs> Incorrect information.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of blogs, I, I found this a... a blog called Starmaker Machine blog they I think it's just sitting there now I don't think they updated it anymore like your other guy but uh, Jordan Becker wrote this about the song it's not a love song it is in fact a lost love song written not to a current Valentine but to one who turned out to be wrong and about the heartbreak and despair that comes from a broken relationship but also the relief that something that wasn't working ended and so that's, that's what I'm getting from these lyrics is, like, he's bummed out about it, but he's also sort of like, well, that's over, you know? Yeah. Right, right. It's like sometimes when you're watching a bad movie,
0: you're like, I can't wait for this to be over, mostly so that it in the rear view. And I just go, it's a thing that happened as opposed to a thing that's happening to me.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and just the same way that you can, you'll have some good uh, riffs with your friends to talk about how shitty the movie was. Right, it'll be fun to rip on it, yeah. And Murray's like, "Ah, I can get a good song out of this relationship, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, Murray even said about the relationship that the song is based on, he said, it was a toxic relationship and predictably not a good breakup, but after all the pain and emotion of tearing it apart, I felt a simple moment of compassion and empathy for both of us. I felt a kindness toward her and tried to put that into words. She was a valuable and great human being, but one I would never know again. The girl who's moving on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly how it feels. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yep.
2: And uh, you know what, I, as I was listening to this just now, maybe it, maybe it's just fresh in my mind from the uh, kibitz corner earlier, but Rhett Miller almost has a bit of a Dalton to his voice, doesn't he? Uh, it is similar to that. Yeah, I agree. I guess I was hearing like the, uh, th- the high one. Sounds like when mm-hmm. Dalton goes up in, his, in a higher range. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, let's carry on here.
2: are just humming through the <laughs> through the, the right. instrumental bit. Well, it's good enough for S and G.
0: Yeah, why not? That's right. Yeah, I mean it's hooky as shit, and it's like it's a it's a shrewd move if you have the nuts to do it. You know, right? Because anybody can participate. It's just hard to rationalize it in the moment. Like, I think we should just hum. <laughs> you got to have some good feelings about your uh, musical shawns to, <laughs> <laughs> to suggest it, and then back it up, and then
2: put it on the record. Yes, Murray Hammond. Fuck that, Murray Hammond. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Thank you. Damon's on the board. Come on now.
1: Murray's on the board. Damon's on the board. (laughs) We're all on the board.
0: (laughs) We need a bigger fucking board!
3: (laughs) Heartbreak, old friend Goodbye, it's me
0: again Of late, I've had some thought of moving in. Oh, boy. boy, that's some fucking economical lyrics right there. And everyone on the planet knows what he's talking about. And to be able to say it in short bursts like that, really something. I'm in the middle of doing a bit of writing right now and I'm struggling with some economy. And <laughs> it's really something to hear it done well, you know. Very, very Yeah, good. he
2: gets right. I mean, you're right. The economy just like the and the clarity. Yeah. You know what he's saying. You know what he's feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what he's thinking. It's like, it's also great to be Elvis Costello and be like,
0: whoa, that turn of phrase blows my mind. But it's also like really rad to hear this, you know? Uh, And it's just as clever, truly, and maybe harder in
2: in some ways, you know? Simple is tough for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: many ways a man loses home, well, there ain't none better than a girl.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, this song, I actually became familiar with it when I was going through a thing mm-hmm. with a lady. And uh, It's good for that. Yeah. Oh, it was so therapeutic to, to know this song and just play it on a loop when that was going on, you know? Because the line about, um
3: of all the many ways,
2: of all the many ways that a man can lose his home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there ain't none better than the girl that's moving on. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got to figure out where you're going to live now and stuff like that, you know? You lived there with her for so long And now it's nothing (laughs) Or she flew the coop And you're kind of, all right. well I guess I gotta move out too Yeah, or all the furniture's gone
0: (laughs) Yeah, when I'm gonna get a a fucking roommate My fucking heart's broken, I can't put an ad in the recycler
2: Yeah (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Okay, come on
3: Valentine the Destroyer Valentine You belong In the stars where you are It's a lonely, lonely feeling when your valentine is wrong. It's a lonely, lonely feeling when your valentine is wrong. Of all the many things that you are counting on, well, there ain't none better than the girl who's moving on.
2: I love that line. Yeah. Of all the many things you were counting on, there ain't none better than the girl who's moving on. It's like, man, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like we say also, it's
0: the beginning of repair. Reconstruction time can begin, but it can't until that gets resolved or the bandaid is ripped off or whatever clever little thing you want to call it. It's just, but like, you can't, it can't start getting better until it's fucking dog shit. Until all of her shit is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From inside of you yeah. and-
2: and the literal inside stuff. Inside the apartment. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, almost over here. A couple more seconds. No, there ain't
3: none better than a girl's moon. On. No, there ain't none better than a girl's moon. On.
2: <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. And somebody I knew knows or new Murray. And it turned out that Murray and I live near each other in the greater Los Angeles area. I don't want to say just, I don't care about me, but for him and we were supposed to get together, like just, it was just sort of like to hang out and it didn't end up happening, which was kind of a bummer. But then I swear, like two weeks later after that, those plans fell through, I was in a restaurant near both of us and, uh, I saw him walk in. <laughs> he sat down and had a meal like with some friends and I wanted to go over and go, man, Valentine, that's my favorite fucking song of all time. But I want to bug him. You know, were you surprised
0: yeah. to see him at the old spaghetti factory like that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, Murray's a, I, he's a fantastic singer, songwriter musician. And I, you know, wish him well, if he ever hears about this, it's a beautiful song and meant a lot to me in, in, in some dark moments. And, uh, I hope you all enjoyed it too. I did. Yeah. Well, we're we're talking about love, uh, and uh, and it, the only reason
0: that it soars so beautifully is that it comes from the basis part of everybody's emotions and all the terrible feelings we think about ourselves. And uh, uh, it just it saves you from that. It's responsible for that. It's fucking all those things, baby. That's right. And so even with Scott Baio, even with LL, we got Murray. <laughs> they need love. Yeah, they need love yeah. up top, all
1: the way to the bottom. <laughs> I uh. It, it made me chuckle because when this happened to me, I wish I'd had this song when this happened to me. And I came home and she'd taken everything out of the apartment. It's just empty. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Jeez and Christ. all that's left is like a TV on the floor and that's it.
2: And the toothbrush that you cried into.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, God One God left toothbrush it. hanging in the stand. That's right. <laughs> um, and I called my uncle and he, he said, he told me the whole story. I wish this had been playing. He goes, he goes, no, it's okay. It's good. You know, everything's gone. You know, and this happened to me once. And, and all I had left was a picnic table in my house. That's all I had left. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that image of you had to move a picnic table inside because all you had left. There's you nothing more
0: depressing than a single person sitting at a picnic <laughs> table. It's
1: a, right. And it, it's inside. And he, goes, and he goes, I'll tell you what, just open up all the windows and just get her out. Just get every, just let it all out. Let that's it all. It's great. You open up the windows. You just cleanse everything. It's great. I'm telling you, it'll be a good thing for you.
2: <laughs> and he was right.
3: Of all the many things that man could
2: break his heart, there's none been worse than a picnic table in your living room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That image, you're right, of him, you know, and opening all the windows, just sitting there eating a peanut butter sandwich and being glad she's gone. Yeah, a picnic table that you both
0: painted a fun color. You're, right. <laughs> you're like, fucking table.
1: It's this light
2: blue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, boy. You're right. It's an awesome song, dude. I've never heard that. Very good song. It's a good number. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad you guys liked it. And I hope all of our listeners like the sexy love romance episode of episode 69. Va, va, boom. Oh, baby. Bow, chicken, bow, bow. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: So yeah, I guess that'll wrap it up. We had a lot of fun on this episode here, and thanks again to the Sweet Sixty Nine Boys for celebrating yeah. with us.
0: Fucking awesome!
2: So and great. yeah, I think it's safe to say that we love them too. Indeed, yeah, we love we love our fans. You
0: yeah. can sit at my picture table anytime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love them. All right, so let's wrap up the love episode, and we'll move on to uh, number wow number seven zero comes next. That's pretty cool. It's big stuff. Wow! If you're following the government's math, that is. Yes. Seventy yes. would come after sixty-nine. We are. Like, look. <laughs> we I'll I'll to. investigate further and and get you guys a full report in the morning. But uh, for now, we're going to go with that. Get an abacus. Get a Jim Backus, Get all the <laughs> Jim Backus. Where's my Jim Bacchus? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Gilligan's hat earlier. We That's might right. as well That's have right. Thurston Howell in here as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys, let's wrap this up and uh, thanks for listening to Ear and Loathing. We're the number one rockers forever and please don't forget that. And I guess we'll say goodbye. Everybody, love everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Ear
4: and Loathing. Loathing.
2: Oppenheimer was a real shitter.
1: Now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower
5: it.
3: Tune in next time for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.